Wednesday. Happy 316. It is March 16th, which ended up becoming my favorite day out of the year or one of the favorite days. And so before we get into today's topic, which is going to be all about indigo children, the four different types, rainbow children, and also crystal children, because it's going to be a lot of fun singing that if you have some of these traits or maybe your child has so that maybe you can get some of those answers or why you or why they are a certain way and it also can help you navigate some of their let's say weird quirks or behaviors but before we get into all of that that i'm excited to share with you i wanted to tell you two things really quick so the very first thing is 316. In case you don't follow me, I love the number 316 because it is the time that I was born. So I don't know about you, but when I was little, as soon as I seen my birth certificate, I'm like, oh my gosh, 316, that's a beautiful number. And so now when I see that number 316 all throughout my day and things like that, then that is a reminder to me to come back to myself. That's the number one thing. If I am being true to myself, then I know when I see that number, it's kind of like a checking point, like spirit saying, yep, Heather, you're on the right path. So if I I'm like eating at a restaurant and on my table number 316 all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh spirit knows that I was supposed to come here it was meant to be now the other thing that's associated with 316 that I really want to share with you in case you haven't heard and that is the quote from the Bible John 316 which is so you know God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for us and for the longest time I had this inner turmoil because I'm like how in the world can I be in love with such a number that is related to the Bible and I really don't believe in that verse now you can go 100% believe in that verse 1000% in fact I kind of do too but it's a little bit of a different twist on that and I wanted to share it with you just in case and what that is is John 3:16, beautiful verse beautiful words all that what ended up happening was with the Bible um, someone said they channeled Jesus. I forgot who it was. So pardon me. I forget their name, but then they created the Course in Miracles. And in that book, A Course in Miracles, they actually specifically go over this verse, which is John 3, 16. And what it is, is that some of us, it can be very difficult for us to think that we are good enough or that we have the ability to reach out to, quote, God, the creator, to the infinite universe. It's just way out of our lines. Like, we just don't think that we are capable of that. And so what that actually means is that God, creator, source, the oneness, whatever you want to call it, gave Jesus as a medium to be able to go through God. Now, I don't believe it's in the traditional sense. If you don't, then you're going to go to hell and things like that. I don't really, um, doesn't really vibe with me. But what it is, is that he gave us something in the middle to connect this world and the next. So, hopefully you're following along with me because that actually means that you have a medium that you have something to reach out to so you don't have to go all the way to the source because that can be a stretch. And honestly, that's how I see myself as. I see myself as that medium. No, not as Jesus, okay? But just as a connector of worlds. So if you've been seeing 316, that might be your confirmation that you too are a connector of worlds. And those can be brought to you in all different kinds of ways. So it might not just be that you are a psychic medium, but it might be in other ways that you you are the connector of worlds and 
believe it or not, I actually get messages too from people being like, I see 316 as well. And then they were confused. So I just want to bring that up about 316. And I think it's absolutely beautiful because now I 1000% agree even with John 316, I just think that it was taken a little bit out of context. But that's my opinion, though, and that is just how I feel. That's what resonates with me. But if you love the Bible from cover to cover, then that is yours. That is beautiful. And I just really want to say that, too. That's one good thing about spirituality is you can go ahead and believe whatever resonates with you. Because I, for one, definitely agree with the fact that we all came down here having different freaking experiences. And that kind of was is what gives us a little bit more pep in our step. That's kind of what makes life a little bit more unique. It would be definitely more boring if you had so many people around you that were just always the same and they thought the same way as you and those kinds of things. So anyways, that was my first little announcement. And my second one is this. I decided that I really wanted to talk about children in this episode because I have always been connected with children like my whole life it seems. I wanted to be a teacher and then I ended up working at child care centers and then I ended up getting degrees in early childhood education and development and they were such a big part of my life for so so long. And one thing that happened when my son was really little was I ended up writing like this poem, this story about him and the story is just basically when my son started having seizures out of nowhere isn't that so crazy because I ended up having seizures when I was in my 30s you know or late 20s so this is long before then and I wrote this really cute story and I always wanted to have it published because one of my dreams was always to become a published author and so when I met my husband and everything else he knew this and he knew that I was really getting serious about writing books and he was like you have to have this one be the first book that you ever write and you have to illustrate it and I'm like oh my gosh I have never illustrated like colored in drawings and things like that, but I actually did it. So I actually wrote and illustrated the book The Day the Sun Slept In. And it's amazing. I think it's a really cute book. The illustrations are very, very simple. I was not tech savvy back then whatsoever. And so I don't know. I, it's not perfect, but I absolutely love it. And it ended up being not on purpose that my book launch for that book was 316, no joke, March 16th of 2019. So it was really great because my family all was able to be there, including my mom and my Aunt Juju, before they passed, and I was able to become a published author and they were able to see that. And so I'm letting you know this because if you want a signed copy of that book, of the day the sun slept in, which would be great for your nieces and your nephews or for your grandchildren, I am going to put a link in the show notes too so you can grab it just for today. And I will send it to you and it will be amazing and awesome and I hope that they absolutely love the story. Alrighty, now, the moment that you've been waiting for. Indigo children, crystal children, or rainbow children. Let's get to it right now. So we are going to be starting off first with the indigo child. So these are children that are usually born between the 50s and 70s. All right. Now they were sent down here to be ones that change systems. Okay. That they were fighting injustices of the world. They were trying to create like a change movement. Now, as I go through some of the traits of the indigo child, I want you to think a little bit more openly about it. Because even though it says 50s to 70s, maybe you were born even in the 80s or maybe even in the 40s and you may see yourself more as them. 
So just to let you know, with the indigo child, they can be described as multitasking. They are also a little attention deficit. They might be a little OCD. And they might have a warrior spirit and hate injustice more than anything. And I am getting some of the stuff that I'm talking about now online, and I will put all my references in the show notes below. So one of the types of indigos is going to be the humanist. And these are going to be people who are more verbal, that who are destined to work with other people, who are destined to become teachers and lawyers and marketers. They're also usually very hyper, very social. They usually try to relate and can relate to almost anyone. They're very friendly and they go against everything in order to accomplish their goals and what they feel is right. However, they can be very forgetful and they are usually born readers. So definitely bookworms. Does that sound like you? If so, how much of that sounds like you? Is it just half of it, quarter of it, or is it all the way like you? Or like someone you know. Now we're going over the second type of indigo, which is the conceptual. And these are the least verbal out of all the indigos. They actually have more interest in projects as opposed to people. So they're going to be great engineers, program managers. They're going to be even maybe even good inventors, very great business people, maybe even politicians. All right. They're also usually very athletic. They're very grounded and they're builders and they're creators. So they're really good at bringing things to life. Maybe they don't have that imagination that maybe some other people do, but then they're able to bring those into life. Maybe they're even able to see things a little bit more differently than other people. And they say too that um, the that they are very, um, they get along with a lot of people, but they're a little bit more introverted. Okay, now we're going to go on to the third one, which is the artist. So this is the artist indigo, and they are very sensitive, and they are attracted to the arts. They're very creative. They often become like poets and teachers and artists and writers and musicians. They love new things. And they also might be a little bit um, spacey as well. You might even say that they're like living in the clouds. That is a tall tale sign that you are dealing with an artist indigo or you are one yourself. Now, the fourth type of indigo is the interdimensional indigo. They are also known as channel children. The interdimensional indigo child are also very robust. Since they were very little, they know very well what their task is. They are people here to revolutionize philosophies and religions. They also might be those ones that fight back against, you know, some things that we are used to. And so there you go. And they also might have a little bit of trouble with authority. And that is the interdimensional child. And they also do have very high psychic or intuitive abilities. Okay, so let me know which one that you feel you are if you feel like you're an indigo at all. The humanist, the conceptual, the artist, or the interdimensional. I already know what mine is, like 100%. 
but now we are going on to crystal children because you may see yourself a little bit more as a crystal child. And these are people who are born in the 80s and 90s. But like I said, use those years as subjective, okay? Because some of us might have come in a little bit earlier or might have come in a little bit later. So keep that in mind as we go forward talking about crystal children, which are the ones that have beautiful eyes. You ever look into someone's eyes and you're like, oh my God, they're an old soul. Oh my gosh, how much depth. Or they just have beautiful eyes. A lot of times that is going to be one of the attributes of a crystal child. Okay, and so they are more peaceful. They have more soft energy. And they say that that is one of the most biggest differences between crystal and indigo children is that the crystal children are definitely more peaceful and more soft vibration as opposed to indigo children who have a little bit more of like a feisty and maybe even angry kind of vibration. So the indigos are definitely a little bit more fiery than the crystal children are. Crystal children are also born with abilities. They can be human lie detectors, very intuitive. A lot of crystal children are going to be showing abilities from a young age. And they're also very fond of nature and animals. And they are also natural healers. And they also help other people become authentic versions of themselves. Because a lot of crystal children, they may really fight themselves on becoming authentic. But then usually during their personal journey, they're able to really come into terms of who they are. Or they may actually show those attributes from, you know, a young age. And then it's almost like they want other people to notice, you know, that they need to be true to themselves. So let me know if you see yourself as a crystal child. Now we're going on to a rainbow child. So rainbow children are highly evolved souls that have not incarnated before on earth. They are the third generation of star children here to complete the last stages of work laid by out by the indigo and also by the crystal children. One thing that I really found interesting when reading about the rainbow children is that oftentimes they have difficulties with their body image and with their body. And that is because they're not used to having like this type of body and being incarnated on such a lower vibrating planet, but being such a high vibrational soul. Isn't that kind of interesting? It is so interesting because I feel like, if anything, that has become more pronounced um, in the times right now that we're living. A lot of people are having that kind of issue um, within themselves. And a couple of things about rainbow children is that they are also very independent. and But they also do try to have a cooperative attitude um, if they are not feeling like they are like victims and things like that. However, they do have psychic tendencies. They can have very high intuition. They are very determined. They have a creative inner world. So you're also looking at somebody that uh, might have a really good imagination, might be a great storyteller. You're also looking at someone who might be able to draw, write, those kinds of things. And they also have an ability to be very accepting of others. And for some reason, what else is coming up to, and I feel like Spirit's telling me this, they're really accepting of others because they really want other people to accept them. So if they feel like other people aren't accepting them, then they might create some kind of outward behavior that is showing that they're not accepting of other people. And that's because they're not feeling accepted. So that is really interesting about rainbow children. And rainbow children are usually the children of crystals, of crystal children. So 
if you are a crystal born in the 80s and 90s, you might have a rainbow child. However, I have seen it before where indigos actually have rainbow children. Does that make sense to you? Especially if you're an indigo who waited to have children, like even like later in life, you may find yourself with a rainbow child. But definitely the way that they came in is the indigo children came first and then the crystal children and then the rainbow children. And just to give you like an overall kind of concept, just in case you're a little bit confused, like why are all these children coming in? Like why are all, we do, all of us doing this? And that is because Earth is in such dire like need right now of help and I don't think that it surprises any of us because we look at it and we see how you know there's like more wars and more people fighting and there's all this chaos and now like our weathers become really weird as well and then like people are fighting and becoming divided and then our natural resources like what's going on there and so there's a lot of chaos and so when we are talking about being light workers coming down here that is another concept it's like we if you're listening to this you are probably part of the movement to come here and to help help earth and I know it sounds kind of crazy you're like Heather like I just work at McDonald's how am I supposed to help the earth oh my gosh every single one of us has our own little task that we need to do in order to help the earth it doesn't have anything to do with our job it doesn't have anything to do with our titles any kind of labels that we have given ourselves do not matter what does matter though is how we feel that we were guided to help when we were brought here to earth. So figuring out if you're an indigo, a crystal, or a rainbow child, and then maybe even figuring out which kind of indigo you are, if you feel like you resonate with one of them, that is going to give you insight on how and why you are here to help. And that could just be going ahead and sharing your good vibrations, your good energy. It could be, you know, picking up things on the side of the road that you see and trash. It could be informing other people some of the knowledge that you have. Like, do not think that it has to be something big. Even just sharing this podcast, maybe, or maybe sharing a book that you read. All those little things can have a tremendous ripple effect that could just leave the earth so much better than you found it. And this also might seem really weird. And let me know if this has ever happened to you. But for me, I've had people say, Heather, I feel so much better after just being in your presence. Like just seeing you, just seeing your energy, those kinds of things, it just automatically lifted me up. And I bet maybe that there's someone in your life that is like that as well, that you could just be sitting there in their presence and you automatically feel better. So sometimes it's not going to have to take any kind of extra action for you to help the earth. It can just be you being authentically you. I have one more example about that. If you are someone that is really resonating with like the conceptual indigo or maybe even the crystal that has a soft energy or you're someone who's not very verbal, I look up to those people so much. I understand that they say the smartest person in the room is the one not talking. But man, I think that I was born talking. I literally don't even feel that I cried when the doctor slapped me when I came out of my mom. I feel like I just automatically started jibber jabbering. And so I admire that. And so when I'm in your presence, even if you are not talking, it could be that you're talking, I am being like, I don't know how to describe it. I'm being taken away by you because you actually have that ability to be maybe such an active listener. Or you have this ability to not feel so anxious that you have to respond. And that's an amazing way to be because this is a grounding concept that I have not mastered yet. 
I just wanted to give you kudos in case you are one of those introverted people or if you're one of those people that's not a jibber-jabber and you think that you need to be outgoing and social and you need to be all these things to be able to fill your life purpose and to help the earth because it is not true at all. So I hope that you loved this podcast and definitely shoot me an email at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com if um, you figure out which one that you are, if you want to share it with me or go ahead and the Rise Into Your Power group. I will be putting a post there so that you can, you know, continue this conversation and see what you think because maybe it's going to be one of your kids that you think is um, a crystal child or maybe even a rainbow child. So I will definitely like to know. I think it's extremely interesting. And of course, if you want a signed autograph copy of the data sign slept in definitely check the show notes for the link or reach out to me and i will get one over to you thanks so much and i will talk to you soon